0: Good morning again. This is Holly, the Seattle Hockey Mom, Anchor FM Project, and I am live in Los Angeles, I guess Anaheim. I'm right now in the lobby of the Disney Grand Californian Hotel and walking over to California Adventure Park. We are in a tournament playing the um, Junior Kings, and I have to tell you, there's some really good level hockey players down here. We're going this morning into the championship game against the Utah Junior Grizzlies, but last night we faced a team of um, Junior Kings who were, they were 05s, 2005 born, and we were 2007s, mostly 2007s, and um, yeah, we were 05s, and you know, we beat them by one goal. They gave us a serious run for our money. They were tiny, and you know, half the size of some of our guys. and absolutely fantastic it was it was intense it was a bit of a wake-up call I have to say um this there's a lot of story here and I'm walking into the gate right now but I'm coming back to tell you guys what went on I don't know the passing on our team I gotta tell you we got some team dynamics problems but I gotta go I'm gonna come back in a little bit talk to you later hello good morning again this is Holly um so yeah I said I'd break down that game a little bit more yesterday so here's the drama our team, Pee-wee, A1, uh, from Seattle, you know, pretty talented kids. We have a lot of pride about our team and the kind of hockey we play, and we lift it up to raise ourselves all the way up to Tier 2 in the Pacaha League against the best Canadian Pee-wees. And so, you know, we're feeling pretty good about our game. Um, anyway, so that's why it was so interesting in a way to face this um, This ten ultimately they're ten new kids, these um this two thousand and seven born kids yesterday and you know, we beat them but we have kids we have at least three kids around six feet tall. Picture our team on the ice and they mainly look about the size of adults and these little kids are tiny, like small ten year olds. So anyways, um it 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 was hard to cheer honestly for me because I just it was kinda like it was a wake up call that we gotta we got to not tell ourselves stories about, you know, how talented our kids are. Um, so anyways, yeah, what were they doing differently? They were playing as a team, you know, and that's something that we have struggled with. And, you know, it comes down to, I think it comes down to, I don't know, coaching and how the kids interact with each other and, you know, the kind of love and belief they have in the team, and the team enterprise. And... There's lots of interesting themes in hockey and all this stuff relates to life, you know. Um, so we're going to the championship game today. And, you know, an easy way to break it down is to talk about passing, although that's just kind of, I think passing is just kind of symbolic of working as a team, but um, passing has been a challenge all year. The coach has been saying to the kids, pass the puck, pass the puck, because, you know, 12, 12 and under kids, 12-year-olds, the, it's pretty easy for them to think of themselves as sort of like the only guy who can get it done and you know i would like to hear what other people think the interesting conversation i've been having with several people is you know comparing canadian hockey to american hockey and you know now that i live in the states and i'm a fan of american hockey i often get behind wanting the u.s teams to win u.s national teams to win but yeah, I just I, someone I heard someone make the point that Canadian teams, the kids are taught there, there's more of a work together mentality, and they, there's more of like a, a appreciation for a beautiful pass. Um, it's considered to be by many Canadian players. Like look at like Matthew Barzell and and uh, even Wayne Gretzky. Like the the legend around being a good passer and making the other people better is a worthwhile goal um, for in Canadian hockey. I mean this is debatable, okay, I don't know, because these LA kids were pretty good little pastors, but, so what do you think? Do you think that, um, just because of the slight more socialist nature of Canada, are they better at looking at the team as a team and playing a game as a team? And it's, you know, I've heard a a really interesting point made that goes with the sort of capitalist American system that is like the hero, the one man, um, you know, the overcoming the odds is the is the mentality, the dominant mentality, and that this is manifesting in sports. So, what do you think of that? I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Um, I I wish that more kids could see the beauty in in a in a beautiful pass, a beautiful playmaking, and I do think maybe that is the missing chemistry in our teams. Sometimes I think that. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to make such a bold statement. I think it's just more of an interesting conversation. Um, but you don't hear a lot of kids um, on the team, even here. Like That's another thing in Seattle. that The kids are not sitting in the change room talking about hockey games in the change room. They're talking about football games. You know, They're talking about star quarterbacks. They're talking about star basketball players. And when they watch hockey at all, they're watching highlight reels. So they're seeing like the one guy do some really cool toe drag or some really cool deking and then a wicked shot, but I don't know, it doesn't sound like most of the kids are sitting watching games and, um, and understanding the strategy and the longer, slower moments where the team has to work together and, and, uh, and execute different types of power plays and penalty kills and that sort of thing. Um, so I don't know, I think this is a fascinating conversation. And. Um, We'll see what happens in our championship game here but uh, one thing is for sure we got lots of work to do and each player can grow as an individual but most importantly the magic I'm waiting for, the miracle I'm waiting for on our team and I do reference the miracle on ice because it's the time hey, I don't know where it got cut off, and, but I think it probably got cut off with the point I was making is, you know, referencing Miracle and Ice that happened when an American team of um, college boys came together and just really went from, you know, competing and scrapping each other and fighting and came together and found that love for the other player and, and managed to rise up and beat. Yeah, the, the top of the world Russian team. And anyways, with the, in a much smaller level, but symbolically similar. I've been waiting for this miracle with this team where they start playing for the other kid. And and then a commonly used thing is playing for the name on the front, not the name on the back. Anyways, um, but at this point, it seems like we do have a lot of individual players. There's, there's moments of playmaking breaking out. Um, but until we get this chemistry figured out, until any team gets this chemistry figured out, I think you're going to see yourself beaten by teams of smaller even possibly less athletic players who are you know looking for the other man and playing as a team so it'll be really interesting to see what happens in this championship game i'm excited going into it um we might still keep winning kind of by brute force we got a really big crop of kids and really talented kids on the team um but there's something missing and i think it's uh i think it's playing for the other guy so I'll keep coming back and break it down let you know how this championship game goes. We're facing the Utah Junior Grizzlies again, who beat us by one goal. But we dominated them um, the whole game, and then just in the last minute, we kind of fell apart. So I will let you know how it goes, and I hope you're having a great morning. This is Holly, live from Los Angeles, California, this week at the Tinseltown Junior Kings Tournament. Okay, packing up some hockey gear and heading to the Toyota Center, which is the LA Kings practice rink and a beautiful facility. So have a great morning, bye. Hi, good morning, welcome back. This is Holly um, live from Los Angeles. Actually, where am I? Yeah, I'm right near the airport, Los Angeles. And we are at um, a Toyota Sports Center Arena it is where the Los Angeles Kings practice. It's a beautiful arena. There's a nice, um, like a sports bar kind of thing in it and everything, and it's gorgeously sunny down here, so we are loving it. I'm totally wrapped up in what we've been doing. We were at Universal Studios all day yesterday, and hockey's going great. We're um, 2-0, and so we played, first of all, we played uh, an Anaheim team, the Ice Dogs, and we beat them 5-1, to one. and then we played yesterday evening, we played... Um, a Junior Ducks organization, and we beat those guys 3-0. to zero. So we're waiting to hear. We have a game right now, and we're waiting to hear the results for our pools for the um, the final rounds, um, championship games or whatever, tonight and tomorrow. Um, yeah, so it's going good. We're going to face a team from Utah right now, and there's uh, teams representing Alaska. So, and then, oh, there's another state too. Yeah, it's so it's pretty neat to see the kids coming from all over the place here. Um, and otherwise in the world of hockey, I'm totally out of touch. Haven't been watching the Olympics. Haven't been watching the NHL. Haven't been watching the WNHL. Um, I know that there is a WNHL game today, so I might try and see if I can look into that. And otherwise we're just completely wrapped up with our team's effort. We kind of went downhill in our passing and our playmaking yesterday, but we still pulled off the wins, but coach thought we could have been quite a bit better, um, Yes, so that's about the extent of it. You know, our own son is probably struggling a little bit with his tiredness because he's running around Disneyland and Universal Studios all day and, you know, questionable nutrition and very little sleep, so not his best weekend and he's uh so you know how that is with hockey parents you gotta kind of talk them through it and telling him to uh, stay on top of his body language and everything trying to feel good and stay up for these games which is you know this is the stuff this is why we do hockey right these lessons for life of how to manage yourself even when there's extra demands on you and stuff so you know some personal some personal work that's happening for him And for us to try and provide good nutrition and everything, even when things are kind of topsy turvy. But mostly, it's just exciting, and we're going for it. So I hope you guys are having a great Sunday. It's Presidents' Day weekend. It's gorgeous. It's February 18th, and um, yeah, inside I go right now to watch Junior Seattle no Junior Snooking Junior Thunderbirds. That's us play against the Utah Grizzlies uh, in Peewee Double A at the Los Angeles Tinseltown Tournament Day Weekend Challenge. Okay, uh, talk to you later. Good morning, welcome back. If this is a first time joining me, this is Holly and my anchor FM station is called Seattle Hockey Mom. And I'm talking about hockey in a new way from a mom's perspective. I have a wide uh, area of interest in hockey, women's hockey, minor hockey, professional hockey, and keeping up with the Olympics a little bit Shout out to my dad who's helping me keep up with the Olympics right now While I'm bopping around Disneyland and Universal Studios We're down in the uh, LA area for a hockey tournament And uh, anyways, yeah, Seattle Seattle is um, hockey town Hoping to get an NHL team in the next couple of years So yeah, we're all quite enthusiastic about hockey around there right now So that's fun Hey, Seattle people, it is so nice down here. We were coming down to L.A. this weekend for this um, Tinseltown tournament, Junior Kings, hosting it. And um, we were catching wind that there may be some rain and overcast weather down here. Well, guess what? It's nothing like Seattle, even when they say overcast and like 66. It's just sunny and beautiful. It's been sunny and beautiful every day. I'm not a huge fan of the area. I mean, I've never really wanted to live in California or L.A. or anything. I love Seattle. I even don't mind the rain. Um, but this has been pretty nice. It's funny because we're walking around. We were at um, we were at California Adventure Park this morning and some guys were working there on this trolley that we rode. And they were wearing full like wool kind of um, overcoats and all bundled up. And they said, hey, where are you guys from? Because we were all in our shorts and everything. Actually, I got a sunburn two days ago. They're like, where are you guys from? You're obviously not from here because we're in our shorts and we're acting like it's the middle of summer. Uh, yeah, so it's been... I don't know between 73 and 66 degrees that kind of range here every day and it's been absolutely beautiful anyways so back to hockey news like i said my dad's been keeping me up with what's going on in the olympics um via text messages because uh, i haven't really had a chance to sit and watch anything or check anything while we're down here um doing lots of driving down here that seems like a california thing i guess lots of big highways and been spending a lot of time in our cars. We're at all different rinks. We've been all over LA County. El Segundo is near the airport. Um, we've been at Anaheim. We've been in another little town like 40 minutes south of here. So we've been all over the place. Team has been spending time at um, Manhattan Beach and uh, some of the beaches in the area. So anyways, so my dad sent me this little audio clip that I'm going to try and play for you. This is some interviews with the um, some Canadian women's hockey team players. Thank <laughs> you. I think it was a great match for us tonight. We just got to keep going. You know, it's a special group of girls. We obviously had a special group in 2014, and you know, we're looking to build on that. And our rookies have really come to play this tournament, so we're really excited for the final. Let's talk about those rookies because they've never been here. They have no idea what to expect. What advice are you going to give them over the next couple of days? I mean, uh, not too much. I feel like they've been in big games, whether it's the World Championship or college. Uh, a lot of them won NCAA championships, so you know, just keep doing what they're doing, and they're playing phenomenal. I think they've uh, done so well so far I think uh, they're so mature and they've done really well and I'm, I'm really confident in them and obviously they, they brought a lot to this team and I'm really excited for our game on, against uh, the US What's going to be the focus at practice over the next couple days? Uh, I think just uh, to focus on yourself I think uh, bring a lot of speed and uh, play our game I think neutral is really important we know the US move it pretty well I'm going to have to make a lot of adjustment but just keep going And what do you expect from the United States? Obviously the biggest rival the final everyone wanted to see uh, They know they're going to start right away I think they have, a good, they have great lines Great D, great goalies, and for us, I'm uh, just gonna put pressure on them and put a lot of talks on the net, and uh, it's gonna be a battle. Uh, we know, we all know that, and uh, we're gonna have to be ready when that comes. Thanks so much. Good luck. Thank you. Hey, yeah. So that was an audio file for an interview of uh, Team Canada ladies um, talking about what they need to do to beat USA for the fifth time in Olympics history. Um, Of course, I am rooting for the USA, born in Canada, but at this point, I've been in the States, um, I don't know, 10 years, 12 years, and that's, that's not really enough to go against my home team, my home country, I know. But the, the reason I'm cheering for USA is because now that I have a child in the USA hockey system, I just find myself really invested. I am really invested in the USA hockey system. I want it to be a good system. I want them to be doing great athlete development. And that's why I just really care so well, that they're, so much that they're doing well. So at this point, I just can't help myself when I'm watching. I just, I'm just being honest when I'm watching. I'm hoping that the Americans are going to get there. You know, it's, um, it's interesting because in so many things, the USA seems dominant in so many parts of life. But in hockey, when we're in the change room and we're playing a Canadian team, it's always like, oh my God, oh my God, it's Canada. They're going to beat us. They're Canadian team, they're Canadian team. There's a lot, there's always a lot of that. And I noticed that when, um, on many different levels of hockey. In the, in the Canadian voice, I mean, in the American voice, in the American conversation, there's a lot of uh, intimidation um, about when we face Canadian teams, which is interesting because um, I don't think the Canadians entirely perceive that or realize to what extent the Americans come into the game. The game's often already a little bit intimidated and sort of on their heels when they are facing Canadian hockey competition. Anyways, so, and then, like I was saying in the previous conversation that I was recording this morning, you know, if you... I still wonder if the Canadians don't have an advantage just because of the whole cultural mentality that goes so well with hockey where you're thinking like a team. And, uh, you know, I've heard some people speculate that maybe maybe the Americans can never catch up with that, can never be quite on that level when it comes to playing as a team. You know, if you hear players like Paul Correa interviewed, uh, Wayne Gretzky, and I mentioned before, Matthew Barzell you can you can't really get them to talk about themselves so much they talk about what they contributed to the team they you know they talk about setting guys up they talk about the players that set them up um and so it's it's a mentality with hockey so anyways i've seen i've had the uh, I've had the honor of being on teams a couple of times, well, being the mom of, in, on teams a couple of times where the kids are working together and working as a team and it's a magic thing. And you, the more time you spend doing this, the more you realize how rare those experiences are when you see a group of athletes actually um, playing as a team and performing as a team and some extra magic that's greater than the sum of the parts is really does come out. And it seems like when you do see it happen, you get coaches who are willing to, to sit out athletes who don't listen to them if there's an athlete that you know is a puck hog or is you know blaming other people or just not being a team player if the coach actually punishes that behavior then it pretty quickly the team falls in line and listens to the coach executes the plays and um but too often you see coaches who will reward a puck hog who's scoring the odd goal or You know, occasionally having a virtuoso moment. and You'll see, you know, sometimes you see some bad bad behavior get rewarded. And then pretty soon the whole team dynamic seems to uh, have everyone fighting for themselves and blaming each other for mistakes and going downhill. That's more common than you would realize and disappointing. Anyway, so we're going into the final game right now against the Utah Junior Grizzlies. Starts at 11.15 a.m. It is currently Monday, February... Nineteenth, and we're live in Los Angeles County, and going into the final game, Pee Wee AA, twelve and under kids, boys, um, at the Tinseltown Junior Kings Tournament, and I will come back to you in a little bit. Hey, by the way, have you heard of this series, this television series called Private Eyes? It's with Jason Priestley, and in the story, he's a former pro hockey player, and he becomes a private investigator, uh, this is originally a Canadian show. I just heard it on the radio. They were talking about it down here, so it's now broadcast in the United States, and they're on their third season. Anyway, so Jason Priestley plays a former pro hockey player, becomes a private investigator, and apparently, it's kind of cool scenes and plots that take p- place in downtown Toronto, Ontario. And um, sort of featured nightlife, etc. So that did really well, and they're on their third season. So I'm gonna be checking that out after I check back with the Olympics. Um, Like I said, I just played you some footage of some audio files of the Canadian women being interviewed. We've got that game, finals game coming up, the gold medal game coming up, and it did turn out to be Canada versus the United States women as expected. Uh, Canada beat Russia, and the USA beat Finland in the semifinals and apparently those were solid wins so it's going to be a really strong gold medal game between the women and the men's competition is getting started just a little bit um, staggered after the women's competition so that's uh, hockey television viewing right now and um, I'm still here at the Toyota Sports Center waiting for this finals game to start between Seattle, well, no, we're not Seattle Junior. Seattle Junior is also here. They're playing in a different division, but we're Snow King Junior Thunderbirds, and we're playing in the final game against the Utah Junior Grizzlies. That's coming up. To Jason Gunninson, assistant coaches in the championship Snow King Junior Thunderbirds, congratulations on the Will each player step up to receive their championship medal when their name is announced? Oh Oliver Sokila. <laughs> Jack Evans. Chase Tim Chizy. Jake Sprite. Cooper Hall. Sasha Tennant. Nathaniel Barnes. Buck Cunningham. Alexi Corico. Jimmy Viesel. Nicholas Gudmundson. Ripken Ratter. Andrew Loon. Jillian wow. Burger. Jason Dua. Ali was